When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. I don't think we should reward mediocrity and carelessness. That's just no. me. If you can't maintain that possession or if a guy is stronger than you and the ball goes out of the back of the end zone as a touchback, that's a you problem. When it comes to the offense, right. take care of the football. And then defensively, they create turnovers. I remember the guy I played for, Keith Armstrong, take the ball off the opponent. Take the ball off of him. He was very violent with it, too. Take the ball off the <laughs> If your teacher asks you what you do for a living, you tell her same low as the ball and take it off somebody. <laughs> I think Harry's got the machinations down when it comes to the hand gestures on the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. You got my man Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on this Love Friday presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for being a part of it on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about by telling your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. What kind of questions do we have regarding Joe Burrow, Cincinnati, and Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens, about to face each other this Sunday. We will do that in a couple of minutes. We're going to have a couple of you even chime in right now. Your biggest NFL question heading into week two. We've got a full slate of games on Sunday and a Monday night football doubleheader. Harry and I want to hear from you at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jason in Illinois, what is your biggest NFL question heading into week two? What's going on, man? Hey, are my Raiders going to beat the Bills, man? Because I think we got the talent to do it. Like, to win 23, I just got to open up the running lanes. And we got to keep hitting Josh Allen, man. Can we go 2-0 and take a real division lead, man? No, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Scrooge. Especially when you when you had the Buffalo Bills Scrooge. lose a game. The way they, was, <laughs> they lost uh, on Monday Night Football, Josh Allen, the way he played. But you also got to look at things that are going on right now. Uh, for the Raiders, you got Devontae Adams with the with the foot injury. You have Jacoby Myers with the concussion, that whole nine. So you got to take all those things into uh, account when you look at this matchup. The one thing I'll say about the Raiders, if this game is 17-17, 17-14 going into the fourth quarter, then I give them a chance because all the pressure's on the Buffalo Bills. Eight-and-a-half-point favorite trying to rebound for what happened, a game that you let get away against the New York Jets on Monday night, blowing a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. If this game is really close or the Raiders have that lead, that's going to be a very nervous building for the Bills' home opener in Orchard Park, New that York. Wasn't that nice game me, wasn't nice it? It's okay. It's honest. Well, I, I should have said the, the, you, you always truthful. have a chance, but do I personally think it's going to happen? No. That's right. what I, I should have said. You weren't being unfair. You weren't being unkind or unjust. You just were being rude as far as that goes. Hunter in South Dakota. Tell me something new. <laughs> I know. Hunter in South Dakota. <laughs> what is your biggest NFL question heading into week two? Man, well, y'all kind of just answered it with the question before me. I was going to say, what happens if the Raiders come in here and we beat down the Bills? What, what? I mean, that's the stepping stone. I mean, how do we, how do we acknowledge the Raiders at that point? See, how often do you get a second chance at things? You see, Hunter, there's an opportunity that could happen. Do I personally think that's going to happen? Hell no. See, Freddie, I handled it different this time. Oh, so you were like politely rude? Yes. Or rudely polite? True. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. I don't know what came over me as but, far as but, that But I'll goes. be honest. If that was to happen, 
then I think we have a lot of questions about yes. Buffalo. Yes. Because, we have yeah. we will have a lot of questions about Buffalo and the scrutiny that we were giving Josh McDaniels in this football team before the season started, mm-hmm. it's going to have to start turning yeah. early in this season. One of my favorite records is by Jackie Wilson, whispers getting louder. Those whispers about Buffalo and that window being passed are going to get louder <laughs> and louder if they go 0-2 and, and the Raiders are 0-2-0 and once this game is over between these two on Sunday. Mike in Kansas, what is the biggest NFL question you have going into week two, my friend? Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. I wanted to throw a big blanket question for you. And my question is, five months ago, the NFL draft was occurring and all these new stars were coming out. A year ago, it happened the same way. Are we missing the sidelines? Are the coaches now starting to have issues with being able to amplify and bring these players up? That's a really good Explain question. it to me again so I can understand. Well, so, you know, we're, we're talking about the new players that have come in and all the rookies and quarterbacks that are out there playing, uh-huh. and they are, they're struggling. And so even in the coaching profession, the coaches are now struggling to know how to bring up those guys to the next level. I got you. So yeah. what my, my question is, it's happening all over the league. It's not just on one team. You're starting to see it, and they're not developing like they did in the past. Well, that that's another reason why when it comes to the head coaching rankings of, the, of things and the hiring process, and sometimes I understand that you may have an outlier that you want to hire, but there are also people who are, you know, more than qualified that should be head coaches. I've had a numerous of coaches that ha- uh, never had the opportunity to be a head coach, but clearly the way they – you know, handle players, the way they handle certain situations, mm-hmm. their offensive and, de- and defensive minds, uh, they just never got that opportunity. And I don't know what's going to change that because it also is, is looking like the National Football League is going younger right. when it comes to these coaches because they can relate to these players a lot more so than older coaches can. You don't have Pete Carroll's walking around every day That's that true. can relate to, to to these young players. One of the things about Pete Carroll, and he does a great job relating to younger players because he stays forever young. He stays in the eternal now. Yep. When it comes to that understanding that not just in terms of what they're doing but how to have conversations with them. More than ever before, you got to speak their language. If you don't, they will tune you out, and then whatever message you're trying to get through to them, you could be the greatest teacher in the world, but if your students are terrible, there's only so much they're going to respond and receive from you as a teacher. And here's another thing. Everyone learns differently. Like I, I, That's one of the things that I noticed playing my 10 years in the National Football League, even when I was in college. right? Just because you coach me one way doesn't mean you're going right. to be able to coach the next man the same way. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things that uh, some of these coaches miss is that Okay, I need to understand how do each player in in my room learn, right? And how can I teach things to them? And if I got to send a message to one guy, but I know the player over there sitting beside him is going to understand it because I'm saying it to this other person. Because if I said it to him, he's probably going to crumble. Then sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, no doubt about that. You be talk about players having to adapt. Coach have to do that more than ever before yep. if you're going to maintain any kind of conversation and any kind of continuity and rhythm that you're looking for. Keep weighing in. We can't wait to hear what you have to say about the biggest NFL question you have going into week two. We'll take more of your phone calls in about 30 minutes here on Freddie and Harry at triple eight, say ESPN eight, 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 seven, two, nine, three, seven, seven, six. Freddie and Harry presented by progressive insurance. Saving your bundle motorcycle, RV boat insurance as well. Visit progressive.com. I got two questions involving two quarterbacks. They're about to play each other. You got Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati Bengals and Lamar Jackson, other Baltimore Ravens. 
My big question with Joe Burrow is, will he be upright by the end of this game? Because the Ravens are going to hit him and hit him a lot. That offensive line cannot protect him the way they did not protect him in week one versus the Cleveland Browns. On the other side, Lamar Jackson, I wonder how much of a learning curve has to be extended, even though he's got better weapons than he's ever had, Harry, but it's still a new offense and a new philosophy that he has to try to master, understand, figure out and get those ball get that ball to those playmakers. Yeah, I'm going to start with Lamar Jackson because that's who you just ended with Freddie and you look at the last 5 years and the offensive system that he has been in was 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends, two receivers, 13 personnel, one uh, running back, three tight ends, one receiver. That's multiple of occasions that we're talking about. That's the personnel grouping that Lamar Jackson is accustomed accustomed to running the offense through. Now you get Todd Munkin in there, and uh, last year they ran 11 personnel, which is one back, mm-hmm. one tight end, three receivers in 2022. Right. The entire year, 12% of the time. And week one, and I got this stat from Himbo. Shout out to Himbo, who does a phenomenal job uh, on Get Up and also on radio with, with Mike Greenberg. But in one game, they were in 11 personnel 45% of the time. Mm-hmm. So all these nuances for Lamar Jackson, it's not just going to happen overnight. He's going to have to get accustomed to this because when, when you play your entire first five years in a certain system, but now there's a lot of drastic change it's not going to look so polished early on. Also, I will say this to Todd Munkin. You still have to run quarterback design runs. Don't get away from that just because Lamar, you want Lamar to throw the football more. How do they marry that? How do they put that together? But that, but now that's the adjustment period for Todd Munkin as a new offensive coordinator. Okay. Let me go back and see some of the things that y'all have done so well in the past and mirror those things or combine those things with some of the things that I'm bringing. Uh, you just you just don't want to you know negate those old things yeah. if they were done at a high level okay. and they had a lot of success doing it as well. And I would say this when it comes to pressure and the blitz, because Lamar Jackson wasn't good in the first game against the Houston Texans. He was two for seven, fourteen yards, one interception, sacked four times. Now, when I played, when you had a three by one set formation, right, whether it's a tight end or three receivers to the right side, let's just say, and then a single wide receiver to the left. If you have pressure and a safety to that short side of the field where that single receiver is coming from depth and he's coming on the blitz, we have this thing called a side adjust where if the receiver's out wide, he will run a three-step slant, so now the quarterback has an option and somewhere to get rid of the football. If he has a cadence split, he will run a six-yard out. Now he still has somewhere to get rid of the football. It was two plays that i seen on film like that where if the wide receiver, single wide receiver just would have ran a side adjust, it would have been the answer versus the pressure right. that he had and they didn't beat. Yeah. If anything, more than ever before in the NFL, you got to look through the world through patient eyes. Yep. Where everything is a firestorm around you, but if you're able to find that exit and find that right kind of play, all of a sudden those struggles won't be as pronounced, especially when you have a guy's talented Lamar Jackson, but a new offense with new weapons and trying to make sure they get ahead of that curve when it comes to that sooner. Now, Joe later. Burrow? Joe Burrow in, in the Cincinnati Bengals, Freddie, I would say this. I'm not concerned about the offense. I'm, I'm concerned about Joe Burrow. <laughs> his and, welfare. And, and, and because when you look at 2020, his first year, in which he did not finish that year, he was ninth in sacks taken. Think about that. Wow. You don't even finish a year and you're still top 10. When he tore his ACL. Yes. In 2021, yeah. he was first in sacks taken. Last year in 2022, he was sixth in sacks taken. And it, it, it's mind-boggling because the Cincinnati Bengals have – tried to revamp this offensive line and has spent a lot of money in free agency 
in doing so. Now, am I worried about this football team uh, collectively? No, because I've seen Joe Burrow get sacked 13 times in two games last year, Mm -hmm. and they start 0-2, but the next thing you know, they call heat. They call fire. So I'm just worried about Joe Burrow in his career, especially when he's had he's had so many of these injuries and he's consistently getting hit the way he is. Because those hits will add up, and especially Joe Burrow's not Cam Newton, Josh Allen big. You have to worry about that being a cumulative effect. Yep. And tell you how great of a quarterback that he's been, despite being hit a lot like a pinata his first three-plus years in the NFL. Freddie and Harry together. He is Harry Douglas. I am Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us by telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We bring in Devin King, one of our producers behind the scenes. We're going to do a little thing we're going to do every Friday call. Hit that number. It's NFL props over under. We'll let you know if that number is going to be hit, if it's going to be under, or if it's going to be over. So Devin King, the pride of St. Bonaventure University in the Finger Lakes in Olean, New York. The floor is yours, brother. Bringing that fanfare and bringing Devin Kane. You want to make some money this weekend? Of course we do. We need more money in people's pockets by Monday. All right, let's start here. First one up, Zach Wilson. Over under 173.5 yards passing for the New York Jets. Harry, you going over or you going under that number? I am going, oh, man, this is tough. Ain't it? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go over with 174. I'm going to say he hits that number at 173 and a half. I say he gets right at that number. If it's anything above 200 yards, that's not going to be good for the it's New York Jets. It's not good at all. Not going to be good. Unless it's a firefight, then it's really going to be awful for him and yep. the New York Jets. And I'm not expecting that with both of those defenses. Sack alert, sack alert. <laughs> all right, next up, Freddie. Patrick Mahomes uh-huh. over under 2.5 passing touchdowns for the Kansas City Chiefs. I take the over. I think he gets four because that Jaguars back end was leaky. And Anthony Richardson, as a rookie quarterback, he was able to take advantage of it at times. So now you got the big bad wolf known as Patrick Mahomes coming into that building, and you know he wants to set things right, getting Travis Kelsey back. Kadarius Tony's not going to drop three passes like he did the first Thursday of the NFL season. Yeah, I think he gets four passing TDs. I take the over on that one. I'm, I'm going to go over as well because if Freddie Coleman say that thing leaky, that thing leaky. Pause. So juvenile, <laughs> Devin, you're not helping at all either. <laughs> I can't. I can't even look at Freddie. I can't even look at Freddie right now. I can't even look at him. I, I tried to stop. I tried to stop myself from laughing when I was saying no, it. No, you too. didn't. You wanted to. You decided not to. As far as that goes, shall we move on? Yeah, please do. All right, Harry. Stephon Diggs over under seventy four point five receiving yards for the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I'm going over. This is an easy one. Over. Yeah, he, this has a buck 30 written all over it. Yeah. He had 100 yards, 102 yards, and 10 catches in the touchdown versus the Jets, and that secondary does not have Sauce Gardner or Reed. And yeah, this is all the making of a buck 30, buck 40. I'll, I'll hammer that over. He may get double what that number is when it comes to receiving yards. When I was uh, looking at these numbers at Caesars Sportsbook, this next one mm. caught my eye. Okay. Justin Fields, mm-hmm. over under 0.5 passing touchdowns. Ooh, wow. You are betting on him to get just one touchdown. Over, under, Freddie. I'm going to say under. I don't think he gets that touchdown pass. He may run for a touchdown. I could see that. But that Buccaneers defense, they were pretty frisky. Even though Kirk Cousins lit them up, and now you're facing a quarterback in an offense that's nowhere near that, yeah, I think that number's going to be zero. I'll take the under when it comes to Justin Fields. I'm going to go over. I All think right. he's going to get at least one. Faith. DJ Moore, 
is due for a big game. Or a game. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a big game. I think they'll take medium. <laughs> All right, next up we got Mac Jones. A lot of a lot of people picking the Patriots to uh to upset this weekend. Okay. Over under, Harry, 242.5 passing yards. When I looked at this one, I'm like, is that a little high for Mac? 242.5. And they're going against the Miami Dolphins? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. I'm going to go under here. I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm going to go under. Yeah. So because I'm, I'm going to bank on that defensive line of the Miami Dolphins waking up even more, especially when they're playing on Sunday night football. And also... Do we know how the weather's going to be in New England? It could be dicey. Yeah, so I'm going to go under for this one. Yeah, they said the hurricane and any kind of effect of it is going to blow off the sea by the time the game starts at 820 Eastern time. I'm going to go over. I think that Mac Jones, I think they found that rhythm in the second half of that ball game because the Eagles defense, they were getting pressure on him. But they dialed up some wonderful route combinations. The free of linebacker, free of tight ends against the linebackers, running backs out of the backfield. They were able to run the screen game a little bit. He had those passes on the outside to his wide receivers. So I think that's going to be over. I think Mac Jones gets close to 300 yards on Sunday night. All right, Freddie, last one up. Lamar Jackson, we just talked about him. Over under 1.5 passing touchdowns for the Baltimore Ravens. Over under. I'm going to say over. I think he gets two. I think he gets one early. And one leg, when they do that kind of, you're so worried about the running game, he pulls the ball back and hits a Mark Andrews wide in the back of the end zone, and the crowd will go crazy. So I'm going to say Lamar Jackson gets two. I don't think he gets more than that. See, that's the thing I'm worried about with, with this over-under for Lamar Jackson because I don't think we know if Mark Andrews is going to be playing in this game yet. He's still questionable, right, with that, with that, with that quad injury. So if Lamar if, – if, if Mark Andrews – or if Mark Andrews plays, then it's definitely an over. Okay. But if he doesn't, it's an under. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. Uh, and by okay. the way, yes. Mark, Mark Andrews is officially questionable for the game. If he's questionable on Friday, it means he's playing. They'll just limit his pitch count. That's what they'll do. They'll limit plays that he's so out I'm going to go over. I'll go over. you go over based yep. on that? That latest intel from Devin? I like that. Changing your mind on the fly. Got a baby, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Devin could have withheld. He could have withheld that information from you, being that you've been torturing him with him being a Giants fan all week long. He could have held know, that baby. information. Listen, if you bet on it, Harry, and you win something, just let me see some of that. Right. Exactly. Whoa. Let, let him hold. Excuse you. Let him hold that. Let him hold the dollar. That's right. Let him hold the dollar. <laughs> you, I, come on, you went some scratch. Why not? You. Why he gave you late intel? If you went some scratch on it, why are you going right. to deny a guy? That's right. Cheapskate. I'll, I'll give you 10%. Listen, I'll take what you get. Well, hold on a second. How much Pause. are you betting? <laughs> like, if I bet $100, I'm okay. going to give him 10% of the earnings. All right. I just want to make sure you're not going to cheapen yeah. up on him. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that to Brother Dave. Like, Deb. you go to the dollar slots at the casino. Me and Brother Dave go to church together. I wouldn't do that to him. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling Devin's going to get some money. Oh, 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 I... Got a feeling yeah. Harry's going to give Devin some money. I got that whole thing going out right now. Dude, we got to take you to a black church. I'm <laughs> where in. People, where people celebrating, praising the Lord, and falling out all, all over the place. It's, it's going to be different for I got, you now. I got all the confidence in the world that Devin's going to be able to uh, to hold the maintain the soul no clap. There's no question. Devin can do the soul clap. He There's got no it. He got it. Question. I have rhythm. 
Absolutely. <laughs> he's got rhythm, so great. Now, now we're just going. Deb the tambourine. He's good. When he first started, people going to go to hell in church. <laughs> I can see it right now. He's Harry Douglas. Pastor preaching, everybody, someone just scream out all of, all of a sudden. Deb looking like, what's going on? The best thing is, we'll explain to Deb what the building fund is, because there's a whole lot of layers <laughs> to unravel as far as that goes. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry Keep Weighing In. We'd love to see what you have to say at Coleman ESPN and at H. Douglas 83 that is on social media tell us the biggest question you have about your team heading into week two of the NFL what do you need to see we'll take your phone calls on that as well on the Freddie and Harry hotline at triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3776 there's no doubt maybe about Colorado if they're legit but how legit is the quarterback the son of the coach when it comes to being an NFL player we'll get to that next on ESPN radio the Freddie and Harry podcast We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Oh, Dion's not playing any games in Colorado. Does Colorado State have any chance to win that game tomorrow night when they take on the Colorado Buffaloes? He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on this Love Friday, known as Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 8, and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. I'll throw that at you, Mr. Harry Douglas. Do the Colorado State Rams have any chance, with all that has been talked about, responded to, said, dissected, tweeted, burped about, whatever, do they have any chance? Of winning this game tomorrow night versus number 18, Colorado. Hell to the north. No, no, no. <laughs> no chance in, 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 in any facet of life. No chance whatsoever. Like, when I look at the Colorado State football team and in their first matchup, they gave up 50 points to Washington State, yeah. the Cougars, and then Cameron Ward threw for over 450 yards, you know, against Colorado State, and I look at the offensive system with Shador Sanders leading the the helm at the quarterback position and all the playmakers that they have around Shador, I don't see that happening. On top of 
You have your coach in Jay Norvell making things personal, oh right? Taking shots at Deion Sanders and basically taking shots at his mother. So now this game is personal, right? Because it was probably going to be a beatdown. Now it's going to be an ass whooping, okay. in my opinion. Okay. Because when you look at a guy like Deion Sanders who lives his life based on principles and how he teaches young men to be respectful and don't worry about the next thing going on to the next person. And then you constantly have people, you know, taking shots at Deion Sanders over and over and over and over again. These young men love him so much. They going to fight for their coach. Now, if I'm Jay Norvell, I want exactly for my team, what you just said about what we expect is going to happen from Colorado playing for Deion Sanders. And believe me, Deion Sanders, I have to worry about people believing. He's just still trying to figure out, hey, why are you guys still talking about us? Why is our team's name in your mouth? All my sons have uh, different intangibles. Shiloh's me to a certain level. Okay. Uh, Junior's me to a certain level. Then, and then Shador may be more of me because he's spent the most time with me. He's always lived with me. He's always been there with me. And all my kids I've coached all the way up. But I'm the only coach he's ever known. He, he hadn't known another coach. So me being out in Jackson when I went through this uh, situations with my foot and having surgery and missing four games, that was the first time in his life that he ever played a game without me. And that was tremendous for him. We believe. I mean, Stephen, we, we have a wonderful plan. We have wonderful support staff. The coaching staff is impeccable. And the kids that we went out there and targeted to come, as well as the ones we brought in, we just believe. Regardless of the noise, regardless of the naysayers, we truly believe in what's inside that locker room and what's dictating those plays. And now we truly believe in the student body and the fans and, and what we're creating. We just truly believe. If I'm Jay Norvell, that's the speech I'm giving my team. Nobody believes in you but me. Nobody believes you can do anything. They think you're going to go out there and they're going to just rip the uniforms off your bodies and take their helmets, your helmets and go home. If I'm Jay Norvell, it goes beyond what he said and how they reacted to it. you got to have your players believe in you. Mm-hmm. The same way that Deion Sanders got his players to believe that quickly and be in a top 18 team so far in college football. And they got to have your back because we know that Colorado – those players are going to have Coach Prime's back. You, you, I don't, I don't want to say you hope. You want to know if you're Jay Norvell that your players are going to have your back as well. Right. Because did you probably, you know, say some things that you probably could have just held in? Yes, but you open up Pandora's box now, and it's out there. So, you know, if you're those players for Colorado State, you're saying to yourself, you know what, I'm going to have my coach back. We're going to go out here and fight. And I love that this is a rivalry game that I, I literally mm-hmm. get to watch with my, with my own eyes. And there's some tension because it's going to make it that much more better, in right. my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Tension conventions and rivalries, they go hand in hand when it comes to college football. So plenty of love for that game. College game day, they're going to be there tomorrow. Reese Davis and the crew. First take was there today. The Pat McAfee show on YouTube TV, ESPN YouTube TV. They were there today. But then this came up, and Devin Kane, I didn't know about this. We're going to bring our producer, Devin Kane. Who was comparing Shadir Sanders to three top quarterbacks, and who are the three top quarterbacks in the National Football League that they put him in that same class, or who does he remind them of when it comes to those three quarterbacks? So First Take had a, a topic where they Shadir Sanders, they were saying, does he remind you more of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Joe Burrow? Oh, boy. Yeah, and here's my thing, like, because oh, literally this morning I, I was watching some some more Shador Sanders film, and I actually posted a clip on my Instagram story at hdouglas83 if y'all want to go check that out. Attaboy. But he literally, you know, avoided pressure, rolling to his right, 
flick of the wrist, threw the ball about 35, 40 yards to an open receiver. So when I'm watching the rest of the film and I see a guy like him being surgical from the pocket and he's second in passing yards in college football right now, um, only behind one other person. Mm -hmm. But when you look at him throwing on the move, throwing against his body, uh, can make every single throw on the football field. You look at him versus pressure, in which he has the most yards in, in college football right now versus pressure, 426, and completing 70.6% of his uh, percent of his passes. It's because the attention to detail, Freddie, mm-hmm. right? When you know you're about to get blitzed, you understand what the defense is about to do, right? That That's a part of attention to detail, surveying the defense and figuring out, okay, where the blitz is coming from. The next thing, okay, what are my answers against these blitzes. Where am I going to go with the football? If it's one answer, where is that at? If it's two answers, where can I go? And then the third one, I'm watching him on first take this morning, the high cool, calm, and collected he is. He don't get rattled because of pressure. And that's his demeanor. And that's something about Deion Sanders that I think Shador Sanders actually has is because nothing phases him. But when you grow up with who your father is and you're around everything and nothing isn't new to you and you're not gung-ho over A, B, C, or D, you're going to be like that. You're going to be cool, calm, and collected. So for me, being able to watch his film drastically and and, and watching him dissect things on a football field, but watching his location of throws, a go-route, right? A go-route is normally called – 40 to 45 yards down the football field, two, two and a half yards from the sideline. Well, when Shador Sanders throws the football, that's where the go route is caught or that's where the go route is hitting the receiver in the hands. At that distance and uh, away from the sidelines that I just mentioned, the precision and everything that he does, and he's a guy that worked with Tom Brady. And I don't take that lightly. Because when you're able to work with the greatest of all time, you're picking up things that you can utilize in your own career while you're out there playing the game on Saturdays. Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together, and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. All that was fantastic. I love that breakdown. Here's the best breakdown, Shadur Sanders. Stop trying to make him the second somebody. Let him be the first Shadur Sanders. There you go. Whatever his NFL level, whatever that level's going to be, if you want to have that kind of comparison, what you may project him to be, I'm in with it. I'll rely on your expertise. You may not know anything about football. That does not mean you can't have an opinion about what you've seen from Shadur Sanders. Not you. I'm talking about the average Joe and Josephine that's out there. But can we please bleep and stop about saying he's the second this or he's the third that's Well, you know what they got this saying, Freddie? When you're custom-made, you don't have to fit in. I mean, <laughs> when you're custom-made, baby, you don't have to fit in with everybody else. You, you said, are that dude. When you said that to Kimberly Martin, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, full disclosure, Harry does a great job each and every week. He's been on first day. He's been on Get Up. Anytime he and Kimberly Martin are there on Thursday. That's my sister. That day, yeah, well, she wasn't your sister that day. Because <laughs> she was I forgot, me up, I forgot what it was, but when you said what you just said, when Kimberly Martin, Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter and insider, when she gives you the eye roll, it's equivalent to your older sister or your mom <laughs> letting you know, I have had enough of this. And when you said that that day, the Kimberly Martin, even I was watching on TV, and you know how people like take a step back when somebody's like, going to be hit by lightning? I took a step back from my TV. I said, if Harry's going to die today on TV, he's not taking me with him. Yeah, Freddie, because listen, when you custom made, baby, you don't have to fit in with no damn body. No one whatsoever. I love the way he plays, but you know what? Stop doing these kind of comparisons. 
it's insulting to the one you're comparing that person to, and it's insulting to the person that's trying to still make his way. Shadur Sanders has played two games, two games of big-time college football, not trying to minimize what he did at Jackson State, but we know it's an infinite extra level, level, level to go from FCS football to FBS football and have the kind of success that he's had early. Those kind of things, I get. That's what First Take does. We love that show. We love being on it. We love having a chance to fill in when Stephen A. Smith takes vacation and hang out with Molly and everybody else. But the last thing I want to hear with Shadur Sanders, either at this point or any point, is, boy, he reminds me of, let Shadur Sanders be the first Shadur Sanders. Stop trying to make him the second Patrick Mahomes or the second Tom Brady or the second Joe Burrow. Those guys are great enough as it is. Let Shadur Sanders be great or not great on his own without having that kind of comparison. And I'll tell everyone this that's listening right now. The next two weeks, I'm not talking about this week. I'm not talking about tomorrow when they play Colorado State. When they got to go to Oregon, mm-hmm. which is going to be a wonderful mm-hmm. matchup I'm waiting to see. Mm-hmm. When the USC Trojans and Caleb Williams come to Boulder, Colorado, right here where I'm at right now, yeah. it's going to be a thing to see. And I want to see Shador Sanders go back and forth with Bo Nix. I want to see Shador Sanders go back and forth with the reigning Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams. Yeah. Those two games are going to tell us a lot of things that we need to know about Shador Sanders moving forward whether he's a top 10 pick or is he just a first-round draft pick. And I think if he has some excellent games, uh, he can make an argument and a case for a lot of things. If all those celebrities showed up last week for Nebraska and for this week in a game, I think Colorado's going to manhandle Colorado State. If they beat Oregon, what is that going to look like in Colorado when USC come to town? Oh, my goodness. I mean, Oregon is a different cat. If Colorado goes on the road and beats them, then all of a sudden, Deion Sanders is really going to have a raised thorn. They're going to tear that contract. They're gonna contract. It's going to be they're tough like, now. Yeah, but they, if they, they beat Oregon, they're going to go Deion Sanders, take his contract, and rip that up and double it right on the spot. They're now not going to have that me, contract I believe, anymore. I believe. It's going to be tough because when you look at Oregon, uh, Oregon's Oregon good. right now, they're second in the most yards mm-hmm. uh, overall from an offensive standpoint. Absolutely. They're first in points per game, too. Yeah. So they're no joke. Just like. Colorado's putting up points. The Oregon Ducks are doing the same thing on their side. If they find a way to beat Oregon, and I don't think it's going to happen, but if they do, can you imagine what that's going to look like celebrity-wise? An undefeated Colorado and USC should be undefeated by that time in Boulder, Colorado. You may not be able to get into the state. But I believe. Do you believe now? I believe, Coach. I believe, baby. Stop sucking up to Deion Sanders. Tune I'm, I'm in Boulder. I believe you not, coach. To. You have to. That's right. You're in, you're in Deion land. You better come correct or else. I believe, coach. Tune in for college football action tomorrow and come correct as Illinois will take on Penn State. Coverage begins at 1130 Eastern time, so check it out on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. There are teams that are 0-1, but they don't want to be in a position like the Minnesota Vikings are at 0-2. Which teams can ill afford to have that happen to them or their season could be over after only two weeks? We'll get to that next on Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Tracy Spencer getting everybody part of the Love Friday on Freddie and Harry. You got Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. That's Seriously, my day on Freddy. I can tell. <laughs> speaking, speaking of jams, by the way, we can't let this go without. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Because a certain person who shall be nameless, Harry Douglas, and another person shall be named, Miss Kiara Douglas, both Harry and his wife are going to have the same birthday on the same day, celebrating their birthday this weekend. Sage, we know better, but happy early 39th <laughs> birthday, my friend, to you and your beautiful wife. Thank you. She just texted me. She's on her way up here right now. All right. And it was a scare that she wasn't going to make the flight because uh-huh. the airport is crazy, but she told me she made it. Yeah. I told her I love her. See her soon. As soon as I'm done with the show, nice. I'm going to go to the airport. I'm going to pick her up. Nice. But, you know, going to have a nice little dinner tonight, uh-huh. and then tomorrow at the game day, uh-huh. we're going to go see a movie. You're going to have us another early dinner before okay. the football game starts. Nice. What movie are you going to go see? Um, the Equalizer. Ah, I'm a huge three, Denzel yeah. Washington fan. Well, huge you, Denzel you're fan. You're going to love the Equalizer 3. You're gonna Everyone said it's the best one. Man, it's, yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Yeah. Believe me, it is twists and turns, Denzel being Denzel, doing his thing, you know. But happy early birthday, brother. Congratulations. Thank you, my man. And I share it with my better half. And yes. most of the time I make it about her because I'm not really huge on birthdays. Okay. But it's, it's dope to be able to share it with my wife. Yeah, I, I celebrate my wife Denise's birthday, who is April 22nd, more than I share my own, because I just love the fact that I can get her a gift, and she loves the gifts that I usually buy for her and everything along those lines. So, But not too many times do people have the same birthday when it comes to husband and wife. 
That's the first time I've heard. You know that. the weird part though? What's that? Like my sister-in-law, so my wife's sister and the, and uh, her husband. Yeah. Birthday's the same day as well. Really? Yeah. What kind of God wink you guys got going on there? You know, if God is on your side, maybe nobody can be against you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. See, there you go. God is always on Harry Douglas' side. But other people are going to need God on their side if you're 0-1 in the National Football League. There's some 0-1 teams that do not want to be in the same position right now that the Minnesota Vikings are in. By the way, the Minnesota Vikings last year, they were 11-0 and in one-score games. 2023, they're 0-2 in one-score games. That's how things can change that quickly season to season in the National Football League. What on-one team, Harry, is out there that you say to yourself, man, you bros go 0-2. I don't want to say your season is over, but it's going to get a lot more difficult. For me, it's the Seattle Seahawks because of what we've seen from the Los Angeles Rams in game one and all of us counting them out before the season started and what we know what the San Francisco 49ers is going to be. Okay. Now, Seattle in, in week two after losing to the Rams, they're at Detroit. The Detroit Lions are a team that a lot of people are banking on being a contender this year. Right. Not only do a lot of people think that, they have sold out their football games. I think it might be the first the time season, ever. First time ever that the Detroit Lions have And this have is their tickets. home opener. Yep. And we understand how physical the Detroit Lions like to play football. Right. Rushing the football, the mindset of their head coach. And one of the deficiencies for the Seattle Seahawks last year was their run game. Now, they brought some players back over in free agency that was once with this team. But they're really about to get tested by this Detroit Lions football team. And if they aren't ready to play... They're going to fall to 0-2. But they also have the Giants on their schedule, the Bengals, the Mm -hmm. Browns, the Mm -hmm. Ravens, Mm -hmm. the 49ers Mm -hmm. twice, the Eagles, the Titans. So things could get ugly for Seattle early on if they can't get a win this week. Torrance Joseph hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN and HDUX83. He says, easily Pittsburgh. Questions surrounding their offensive coordinator and quarterback this offseason. 0-2 start means the stability is threatened and the natives will be restless. Torrance mentioned that, and we got to – uh, I got a text from my man Jonathan Hood. Does a great job part of Captain J Hood each and every morning, ESPN 1000 in Chicago. He said, guys, for this upcoming segment, it's got to be the Bears. This city is highly PO'd about that loss to the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> a loss versus Tampa Bay. Then the Chiefs are next. Oh, boy. Could you imagine being the Bears and Aaron Rodgers says on national TV, he owns you. He leaves. And then the first game of the year, you lose to the Green Bay Packers led mm-hmm. by Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you when you thought things were going to be better and you you know kind of caught a break because A-Rod is no longer there? Absolutely. They oh, probably man. thought for sure, finally we got that villain who was chilling on our noses the whole time, and now we bring in a guy who goes out there and throws three touchdown passes in his first game and looked quite comfy doing that on the road mm-hmm. in Chicago. He didn't do that whole championship belt thing, but you know Jordan Love was smiling pretty pretty easily going into the locker room. I'll give you the Patriots that can ill afford to go Ooh, 0-2. I like that one. Yeah, they lose to the Eagles last week 25-20. to If it's a track meet versus Miami, even though the Patriots are playing at home, that's a firefight they're not going to be able to win. After that, they're at New York. We know about their defense. At the Dallas Cowboys, we know about their defense. Home versus the Saints, we know about their defense. At the Las Vegas Raiders, you know Josh McDaniels does not want to lose as the son of the hoodie to the hoodie, the dad that is Bill Belichick. Then home versus Buffalo. Then you're at Miami. Then home versus Washington. If the pages go 0-2, I can't wait to hear what that offseason is going to sound like with another playoff-less season 
and an owner, Robert Kraft, will put it out there, I'm not going to stand for too much of this, Bill Belichick. I don't care how long you've been here. And you know what's crazy about the AFC East? Because I think that's the second hardest conference in football behind the AFC North. But every team in the AFC East has a tough schedule, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Nobody has a schedule that's easy going, and you would think at least one team, especially the team that finished last in that division, right. would have some you know easy opponents on your on their schedule. And trust me, I've never disrespected the National Football League because you got to show up and play every single time you're out there. But everyone get what I'm gets what I'm saying. That those teams that you just named, <laughs> I. Just like they can uh -huh. win those games, they can easily lose those games. No doubt about that. They get a win against Miami, and if Mac Jones plays well, then all of a sudden you do you do think you got a little something-something going yep. on there. But you lose that, and all of a sudden questions start coming to vogue. If Mac Jones does not look good on Sunday night, we know that Dolphins team, they believe they're ascending. You do not want to be a descending team in that division that you used to own for 20 years when it comes to the Patriots, and you only have one playoff game since you know who left to go down to Tampa Bay when it comes to Tom Brady. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Cohen. Always appreciate you joining us here on Freddie and Harry. Speaking of the AFC East, the four words from Aaron Rodgers for all the people doubting that he should even come back and play in 2024 for the Jets. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.